Hi, listeners. This is Anthony Vincent Bova, and welcome to Empowering the Communicator. The topic of today is acting and business communications. You're listening to Empowering the Communicator, where solutions to unique communication challenges are discovered, connecting you to your audience with influence and impact. With your host, Anthony Vincent Bova, leading communication pain point and solution specialist. Okay, acting and business communications. What comes to your mind when you hear those two things? What are your thoughts? What images? What, what is that for you? I've asked this question maybe a hundred times, maybe more, to uh, my clients, when I, especially when I first meet them. And what I usually hear are things like, well, how to express yourself, how to perform, how to take on a role, how to have a showmanship, and so on. And that's the exact reason why many times there's a side of me that wishes that people didn't know I was an acting coach because the work that I do is completely opposite. It's about how to identify and eliminate obstacles from being authentic. It's how to eliminate obstacles to acting. What is acting? For the sake of our podcast and the work that we do, acting is what you do when you express yourself. The adjustments you make in expressing yourself when your reality isn't enough. If your reality is not enough, you're going to make adjustments. All those adjustments that you make are not real, right? So that's acting. If you have a lot of adjustments throughout your day, that means you're not being yourself and you're not being truly authentic throughout the day. And there's an excellent chance that your relationships will not be as trustworthy and uh, your leadership, everything kind of starts to take a hit at that point. Why? Because you're not being real. And when you're not being real, you lose credibility. So the question is, why do we act? Well, we act because there's a million reasons. Sometimes we're simply insecure with the information, insecure about the topic. We don't want to hurt feelings, perhaps. And we're trying to navigate around egos and personality conflicts and all of that sort of stuff. And before you know it, sometimes we simply lose ourselves. We lose ourselves in the process. Do you ever have days when you just find yourself utterly exhausted and you don't know why? Many times it's because you weren't being yourself all day. You aren't expressing yourself openly, freely, in a way that is real and personal to yourself. If you want to make it personal to your audience, you got to make it personal to yourself. The way you do that is to be real with yourself. So these are some of the reasons and why we act. Now, how do we eliminate that acting? Well, that's the journey of a craftsman. Being based in New York and teaching acting for over a quarter of a century and executives for over two decades, my clients are literally from Broadway to Wall Street. And they are literally from New York to Asia, Europe, and so on. They're around the world. And one thing is universal. And the universal universal truth is truth begets truth. And if you're giving a presentation, you're leading a team, if you are, it doesn't matter what you are, you always have higher premium when you're being truthful and yourself. So the thing is, how can we really just get comfortable in being who and what we are? Because if we're not going to be, we're going to do a lot. It's the difference between acting natural versus being natural. When you're being natural, you're you. 
when you're acting natural, you're not. I want to share a story, and this story was actually one of the pivoting stories of my career that got me from exclusively teaching acting into teaching executives. It was over 20 years ago, and at the time, I did not have a class for executives. It was I wasn't doing executive training yet. Yeah, I was dabbling here, here and there with a couple of sales teams, but it was nothing established, nothing terribly structured. And I was, you know, I was doing okay work. But this is what happened. I was in my class, I'm teaching my acting class, and I noticed that one of my students, and he, we'll call him John for this podcast. His name is John, and he was really brooding. He was really all kind of, and very. It was in New York. Very type A personality. He must have, must have been about 30 or so. Worked out a lot. Wall Street guy. And hardcore testosterone kind of thing. Whatever that image is that you have is that A type personality Wall Street guy. That was him. Okay? All right. So he's brooding and he's carrying and I'm, wow, what's going on? And finally I say, all right, John, get up. It's your time to work. So he gets up. And I said, all right, what's going on? And he said, well... Tomorrow, I'm going to have a review from my boss. And I went, okay. He goes, and I have a feeling he's going to offer me this big job, this big promotion, this whole big project, that I would be really a partner in something. And he tried, he started to explain it, but I said, all right, so what does this mean? He goes, well, what it means is that if I accept it, I could retire in three to five years. And I said, how old are you run he goes, I'm 30. I'm like, that's not bad. <laughs> if you could retire before you're 35, that's, that, that, that's pretty good. He goes, yeah. I said, but what's the problem? He goes, I don't know how to negotiate. I don't know what to, I, don't, I never had this type of money come at me. I don't know what to do with this. And I want to be an actor. And I said, hold on. I said, I'm your acting mentor, right? He goes, yeah, that's I, of course you are. I'm here. I said, take the job. There's nothing wrong in having financial freedom at 35 years old. You have a lot of years to do your acting. At, you know, it's not like you're sacrificing your life. He was totally tensed, tense, and he was totally restrictive. I could see that there was, he couldn't even really talk about it well. So I said, all right, all right, all right, all right. John, here's what you're going to do. You expressed how you feel. That's the first step. You always got to express the reality of where you're at now. You did that quite well. Now what I, where I want you to go is that I want you to do a disobligation workout. I want you to disobligate yourself from this job, from the promotion, that prospective promotion. And so how, it goes something like this. You know what? I don't care. I don't need this. And I don't care what you even think about me. I don't need this. I don't need any of this stuff. There could even also be, since you're really not doing it to that person, you know, you could even, I don't want to say go antisocial with it, but you can kind of get a little edgy with it. You know, I don't need this job. You know what? You could offer this to someone else. I'm not here to, to, for you to say jump and I say how high. All right. I don't need to be bothered with this. So that's how the exercise goes. You do it. You do it. And then after a while, 
you start to some of it res even though in the beginning it feels completely false and quite frankly it is but there is a side of us that does feel that and if you keep poking at that side it develops and once that side develops then it's not then it's just a muscle that now is exercised the way other muscles are exercised it's a side of us that is now expressed the way other sides of us are expressed so you kind of keep going and going and he was up there for quite a while i remember that night clearly even though it was over 20 whatever years ago i remember that he was up there for maybe a half hour 20 minutes to a half hour just going on this one thing and eventually he was like i don't need this i don't need i don't need this promotion after the exercise i said all right you're done how are you how are you feeling john and he looked himself and goes, I'll never forget it. He shook his head up and down. He goes, I feel good. I feel lighter. Thanks. And he sat down. The class finished. So the week came and went. And it was the following week. And then he was, um, we were about to go into the theater. And he taps me on the shoulder. And he goes, can I talk to you for a second? And I said, yeah, sure. What's going on? And he said, remember last week, you know, we, you know, I was telling you about the job. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. How did it go? He goes, well, remember the exercise that we did, the disobligation exercise? And I said, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we spent a lot of time on that. So what happened with the job? He goes, well, it's really, I want to talk about the exercise. He goes, the exercise, it kind of rolled over into the next day. And now I'm saying, oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? He offered me this promotion. What'd you say? He said, well, like I said, the exercise rolled over. I really didn't need it. So I told him I didn't need it. And I said, you didn't do that. What happened? And he looked at me and he goes, he offered me more money. <laughs> Long story short is that this went back and forth for quite a while and he landed the deal of his life. The point of this story is that he wasn't bluffing. Bluffing is when like, I really, really, really want it, but I'm going to bluff right? He was truly disobligated. He said to his uh, boss, he goes, you know, I want to be an actor anyway. I went, oh God, it really did go, it really rolled over. You really? He goes, yeah. He goes, I really was disobligated from the bottom line on this thing. And that's what allowed me to be free. If I was not disobligated from the bottom line, I would really be as tense as I was in class. And then he just looked at me and he goes, I want to tell you something. You got something pretty special here, and it's more than acting alone. He goes, I know you like the acting. He goes, but you got something more. And I have to say that stuck with me. It stuck with me because, you know, I, I knew I had something more at that time, but I didn't know what to do with it. And this was the beginning of going, aha, now how can I help other people? And then from that point on, that was a time where I said, I really have to cultivate a system of work that really takes care of the business professional. And it's a beautiful journey I've had in doing so. And here is, you know, here we are today. But back to that story, disobligating yourself from the bottom line allowed him to be. It allowed him to be. It allowed him to simply be in his power, in his space, as opposed to 
having that that carrot in front of him that he was trying to figure out how do I close and what do I say and how do I negotiate now I, I didn't teach him a negotiating technique that's for sure but I did teach him to be disobligated from what that bottom line meant to him so as we close today I have a few challenges I want to throw out let's do it in two stages the first stage is outside in just simply observe observe at work at home when if you're I know it's COVID but if you're taking if you're walking the dog and you're going to the store or if you any kind of interaction start to take note when people are acting and I don't mean that, like, you know, you got to call them out on it. Oh, you're acting right now. Just take note on when people are not being themselves. Just take note of it. Just take, take inventory on that, okay? And the second one is from the inside out. Take note on when you're not being real, on when you're acting when your reality isn't enough and you can't just speak from that place take note on that as well and I would start to journal that one that's real and actually both are great for journaling because you could always go back and read on it and it's helpful but the journaling for the inside out is really important because you want to take note wow I was at work today they were talking about project x and when they started to bring up aspects of Project X, I started to feel very insecure and I started to uh, posture a bit to hide my insecurity, right? This is valuable stuff. On other episodes of uh, podcasts that we do when you listen to, you'll learn what to do with that information. But for today and for the sake of this work today, just start to take note that unto itself is very empowering. It's really cool because now you start to understand when you're giving your power away, when you're going off and when you're spiraling out, when you're not being you and you're not trusting in you. That's the beginning of getting more authentic. People want to jump to, I got to be more authentic. I got to be more real and I got to connect. Well, let's start from your reality. So that's the challenge in this podcast for today. I hope that it was helpful, that you had a good time listening. I would love some feedback on this. What are your thoughts? Tell me when you had challenges about being authentic in your work, in your day, and what you did to get more real. And that's it for today. This is Anthony Vincent Bova. Until next time, take care. Have a great day. You've just listened to Empowering the Communicator, hosted by Anthony Vincent Bova. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please like and subscribe to this channel on your preferred podcast platform. And to know more about Anthony and his coaching, please visit edgeworksoftskills.com.